Hi, this is Julia Sotis on a totally different reality. And today I have a beautiful, beautiful, amazing guest, um, Gosha Lawrence. Is it Lawrence, Gosha? Yes, I would pronounce Lawrence. it Lawrence. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, for welcome on the show. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome, 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 everybody who's listening. Thank you so much for listening. Now or in the future, whenever. <laughs> yes. Um, we get so many people listening to the replays. Um, so Gosha is a certified facilitator of access consciousness. And I was reading her biography the other day because, I mean, I've known you for not that long, maybe three months. I feel like we've really started to get to know each other. And mm-hmm. I had no idea your past or your background. It's fascinating. You've been doing alternative healing since you were seven years old, you said. And I'm the same. I've been doing it since I was... I think four years old when I got attuned with Reiki. So I really want to talk about that. I just found that fascinating that, that you've been on the journey for such a long time. So I'd love to just start the conversation by talking about where you kind of started. Wow. I just found out about you. <laughs> just same information. How cool is that? <laughs> similar experience from the past. Yeah. My, you know, I grew up in community Poland and um, that's, stuff and information that was like kind of outside of this reality wasn't widely available, but I was lucky enough to choose uh, a father who was very interested in it, and he still is. So every book, any book that was published ever in Polish on the subject of, you know, metaphysics, spirituality, natural healing methods, anything out there, life after life, that was my, you know, big thing for, for many years. Um, I we had it at home, and it was in my room where I slept. So I had all this, you know, hundreds and hundreds of books around me, and I would just grab them and, and read them, and I always had to do it. And also, my father was a great dowser, so he taught me how to use pendulum and dowsing rods like when I was seven. So, so what uh, is dowsing? I was reading that in your... My mom seemed to know what it was, but she never really explained it because I was reading uh, your biography to her. And so what is dowsing? It's dowsing. It's it's an ancient ancient art that started with finding water underground. You know how like old people in old times when they needed water in a village or in the town, they would have to dig a well, right, and right. pump the water out. So this is how they find the water, and you can find it pretty precisely with uh, with the rods or the pendulum oh. where the water is, how deep it is. So this is how it started, but it was also used to find like human herbs to find, uh, you know, anything, anything. You can find lost objects. You can um, distinguish between, you know, what supplements are good for you or not good for you, what you're allergic to. Like there's thousands of ways of, of, of using the dowsing pendulum and rod, which now I kind of replaced with light, light and heavy. I don't do, do it anymore. My body is a living pendulum. So <laughs> do that, you know, I do this weight test you know, lean forward for yes, lean backwards for no. So I kind of stopped teaching that because I was teaching it for for a few years, dowsing classes that I actually loved because there was nobody who left this class without knowing how to use these tools, that the pendulum and dowsing rod. And I had all kinds of different information from Europe, which is little different than what's available here in the States. And, right. and, and I loved bringing it to, you know, people that were interested in, in the States. It was, I loved it. That's am- that's amazing because what you're describing sounds incredibly similar to Gary Douglas's definitions of need and tug. Oh, yes, I know. That's need and tug in action and you've been doing it since you were well, you've probably been doing it since you were born, but that's really amazing. Have you read the the place that Gary wrote? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, uh, and I love it, that book. To me, that sounds exactly like the the chapter in the place where, um, um, for those of you who haven't read the book, um, it's a story loosely based on the events in Gary Douglas's life. I'm not sure how loosely. I think it's a little more closely than he's willing to admit. Yeah. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) But um, um, he... Uh, Jacob, the character, uh, needs money, and so he goes with a 
with his hand actually, but it could be compared to the dose to the to the rod or the pen, the pendulum that you were talking about. And and he finds where in the earth the the gold is and pulls the gold from the earth and sells it and and actually becomes wealthy by accident. No, you know, he just needed a little bit of money and then all of a sudden he was had like I think hundreds of thousands and then millions of dollars. So that's really cool, Gosha. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and I've had it like I had a similar situation. I when I was I think three or four, my mom got really, really into Reiki and she mm-hmm. would start she found two um two nuns actually who taught Reiki out of their house in Saskatchewan, which is a province over here in Canada. And I remember like mom would leave for the weekends and grandma would come and take care of us. And one weekend my mom took me and I remember going into the basement of, of this, this house and it was dark, but it was really beautiful and magical. And one of the nuns gave me sister Florence was her name. She's just passed. I think at like, I think she was 99 or a hundred. Yeah. And she, she gave me two rocks and attuned me when I was, four years old yeah and and those rocks I still have them I keep them with me and and um so I was lucky to have it at a young age too it was really magical for me and I've been on the path ever since so yeah anyways that's just a side note we're (laughs) that's a side note before we talk about the joy of living this is how we (laughs) came to talk about the joy of living this is the joy of living (laughs) it is the joy of living so what if we actually recognized uh all of us that we have been way more magical and and special and different that we ever like we're willing to acknowledge or see or perceive or or receive from ourselves and what like just I start to recognize how different I always was and it was a source of wrongness and now I see how magical things were just falling into place and the whole path that was like unfolding in front of me and and the choices I was making to be where I am right now it's just so magical that uh, you know like embracing that gives me such a such a joy such a gratitude for 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 my life for everybody who ever was in my life for myself so what if like everybody was listening like would you give yourself like a little bit of credit for like how magical mm-hmm. and special you always were and how even though you thought you were just weird and and like just different but wrongly different <laughs> didn't <laughs> like, fit in could hold a steady <laughs> job not normal you use the clearing statement on the on the show or yes all the time and and i i just asked people new people to go to the clearingstatement.com to listen to the video of what it is so it's just www.theclearingstatement.com and that'll give you a full explanation but i think most people who are listening have been are sort of um what do you call it Weekly listeners, I guess. There's, there's a better word, but uh, they're always on the show. So. Okay, okay. And welcome yeah, so to all new people. <laughs> welcome. So let's just try and create anything that doesn't allow uh, all of us to acknowledge, to receive the brilliance, the beauty, the magnificence uh, of, of all of us, all right? So train and create. Yes, yes, yes. You want to you be the pot and poker? I'll be the pot and poker. <laughs> right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pock, pod, shorts, boys, and beyond. Yes, the weird words that work. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so what is joy of living? <laughs> okay, so what is the joy of living? Um, for me, the joy of living is well, it reminds me of, of a quote um, that happiness is proportionate to your awareness of possibilities. To me, the joy of living is always knowing that anything and everything is possible at all times and that I have the ability to tug into existence whatever possibilities I'd like to create. 
I love that. I love your definition. I might even steal it from you. May I? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know, for that's so cool what you said because for me, I always like joy was was what what was inside of me, and what I didn't even know that I have because it just was. Yeah. And and I experienced used to experience more joy where I was around people, almost like I had to be the joy to give to people. And I never knew that I was doing it. And now it's more more touchable. It's more viable. It's 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 just a strong sensation inside of me that I know that yeah. radiates outside of me that it, it's it's kind of contagious because people just get happy. Somebody, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and you just like get happy around them and joyful and don't buy into their unhappiness or their grumpiness or grudginess it's it's it has to dissipate it's it's like you know lighting a a match in a dark room the light will always prevail and always win over the darkness so it's like one happy person can really change um change a lot around them and what if we chose the joy that we're being, that we could be, that maybe was beat out of us, the happiness that was beat out of us or destroyed in us long time ago, that we would just ask what is joy truly, um, truly for me. Like if I was being joyful me, who would I be? I ask myself this a lot. And and if I, I'm not in a best of moods or the day is not going so well. So if I was being truly joyful, right now, if I was being the joyful me right now, how would I be? What would I choose? Where would I go? Who would I talk to? And and it, there's always a shift, and sometimes it's quite dramatic, and everything just seems better, happier, the colors are more vibrant around me. And so it's almost like a choice. Happiness and joy is the choice, the state of being, but it's also choice. So what if we chose that instead of you know, being upset or mad or angry, which there's no wrongness in that either. But if you sit in it for like weeks, then maybe it's not so much fun anymore. Right? <laughs> it's not so much fun. <laughs> I always turn my sadness or unhappiness into a theatrical performance. I figure if I'm going to be upset, I might as well be really freaking upset. So I'll cry at the beer or I'll run around the house screaming and wailing and I'll look at my funny faces in the mirror as I'm crying and I'll faint on the bed and it's fun. <laughs> so isn't it amazing that you can actually enjoy whatever is? That's yeah. what you're living for me. You enjoy whatever is. You're having fun no matter what. You're wailing and screaming and being a drama queen and still you're having fun and you're totally aware of what you're choosing in the moment, right? Yes, Exactly. Yeah, so so let's do a clearing on that. Um, what have you made so vital about possessing the wrongness of you that destroys all possibilities for mm. a future of total joy? And I everything that brings up times a godzillion, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Yes, okay. right and, and wrong. <laughs> yes. Right around voice and beyond. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, how about doing the meaning process? How, uh, what does joy mean to you and what do you mean to joy? Want to do that? Yes, that's a great mm-hmm. idea. So the meaning process is actually what, um, it's kind of getting the energy of what is your definition of something and also what your judgments or decisions or conclusions of something might be. So you can do it, uh, you can replace the joy with anything. You can replace it with with money, with uh, a person, name of the person and so on. So let's do the meaning process on joy and see what will show up. So truth, what does joy mean to you? I just get the energy of it or if you can verbalize it, then... Yeah, I'll throw out some some common ones, some stuff that comes up for me and and I know for other people. Um, actually, right now it's just an energy. I'll let you clear the energy, but if you when you ask it again, I'll say something. So yeah, so let's destroy and create everything that showed up for you. Yeah. 
right wrong good bad potluck online shirts boys and beyonds so what does joy mean to you uh, you know what comes up is the word annoying <laughs> awesome. We're thinking about like just annoying people giggling somewhere when yeah, you're like, trying my to mom be and... so serious and mad and like exactly. and just, like silly little girls giggling and having fun and you're like stop already. <laughs> exactly. When are you so gonna get serious you... about your life? So were you that little girl that was like giggly and happy and like you were annoying people with your happiness? Yes, and I still am. <laughs> Nothing is safe. That's awful, Julia. I know. It's so bad. <laughs> Terrible. How can you do it to them? Oh, my goodness. Everything that brings up. And everyone <laughs> might be stopping you, and you probably don't do it anymore, but everywhere that you, you did stop you from being the joyful you because you could perceive the energy of the annoyance around you, will you just try and create that now? Please, time to go. Yes. Gazillion, gazillion. Wow, right. right Whoa. All nine box pods, shorts, boys, and beyond. Oh, oh my Excuse me while I go throw up. That is a huge energy. So, wow. So, let's do what do you mean to joy? truth what do you mean to joy well you know what comes up is the word useless like joy is useless wow wow who does this belong to yeah not me <laughs> right oh, i'm speaking for other people so all the people around you freezing their butts off in the winter like <laughs> that cannot <laughs> cannot be joyful ever and get annoyed at somebody who's joyful because you're supposed to be miserable and unhappy and suffer Terribly. <laughs> Everything <laughs> exactly. that is. Let's train and create that right yeah. with that book all night should put it beyond and return it to sender with consciousness thousandfold attached. Wow. Wow. Strong with that book all night should put it beyond. So now the fun part begins. What does sex with joy mean to you? Um receiving. Receiving comes up. Receiving, wow. Awesome. So everything that is, we'll just try and create that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Right and wrong, good and bad, fun, book, online, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And what does sex with you mean to joy? Wow. Uh, oh, that really makes me dizzy. That's <laughs> a dead man. So, yeah, everything that is times a godzillion, let's destroy and uncreate it all. Yes, right and wrong, good and bad, pleasant talk, online, shorts, boys and beyond. Wow, there's a lot of heaviness around all of that. So do you want to do it one more round? or? Yeah, let's do one more round. Yeah, I think so because it brought up so much for for list for us, for the listeners right now and for the future listeners that um and might yeah, we might change something actually we're doing one more round. So uh, truth, what does joy mean to you? Hatred. These aren't mine. <laughs> wow, who does this belong to? Wow, we turn to sender this crock of shit. <laughs> wow. All of that. Destroy and create comes a gazillion please. Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, put book online, shots, poison, and beyond. And truth, what do you mean to joy? Um, like love, like it's its only friend, like nobody else is joyful, so I have to be joyful. Like I, you know, like joy's only friend. So did you, um, did you give yourself this job long time ago? Yeah. To be, yeah. So was it about the parents? Was it about uh, the world? Were you aware of the sadness in the world and the misery in the world? So you were like this beacon of light and joy and happiness to to bring it to the world. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, it's, it's really like it was my job because nobody else knew how to do it, so somebody had to do it. Wow, you know, that really resonates with me too. Thank you, Julia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. So everything that is ever okay, so so was it a job and is now 
is this now the job or is this more a choice? The being. Yeah. So everything that brings up, let's just try and create that. Yeah. Wow. Whew, so much. Right from the battle park online shorts, boys and beyonds. So truth, are we now choosing joy as a choice? Because it's fun. Because this is who we be. Yeah. And there's still yeah. some heaviness around that for me. Exactly. So what <sighs> is it? Is it the significance of the job? It's more like a mission. I'm on the mission. I must be joyful no matter what. Or is yeah. it the lightness of joy? Yeah, it has this energy of like, this is my job and I can't give it up. Yeah, it's, it's like this. It's this polarity of I don't want to be annoying and I don't want to be too much, but I want to make sure that I'm happy all the time because it's my job because nobody else is. That's It's like the two sides of the coin that are just slamping up against each other. Wow. Wow. So everything that brings up for everyone, will you please just try and create that? Yes. Wow, it brings up stuff for me too. Thank you. Right. <laughs> so everywhere we're unwilling to be just ourselves, just us, just being, regardless of the jobs we gave ourselves and the missions we, <laughs> we gave ourselves and created for ourselves. And oh, you guys, we'll need to try to that. Yes. Wow, right, wrong, good, bad, but all nice, good, and beyond. <laughs> it reminds me of like Dane's class that he did on, I think he did a fun class. And it was like, there's so much junk and horrible energy around fun. People, nobody wants to have fun. And it's the same with joy. <laughs> yeah, oh, wow. So truth is joy a judgeable offense in this reality? Yes, it is. Wow. Okay. So let's just try and create that. Let's change that. Yes. Yes. Let's yes. Let's yes. change it for the world, darling. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. You want to do like one, two, three. Everywhere that people choose misery and happiness rather than joy, and everywhere the joy is annoying, everywhere the joy is significant or unreachable or unattainable or something that's like that's no, that's too much work. Rather than just being that, so anywhere that we are not choosing to just be joy, be the energy vibrations of joy, they're just like a natural state of being. When you choose to be infinite being, it's just like you're happy, right? And you can be any energy out there as well without any point of view. And for me, like the joy and happiness seems to be like the, you know, the one that's showing up the most, the most often. Right. So let's do one, two, three to change that in the world. Why not? Okay. Right? We might as well. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> All right. And let's get up. Everything that's required to change that. One, two, wow, and three. <laughs> wow. One more time. That was, oh, my God, there's so much coming out. Wow. I have no idea how much lack of joy there was out there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, one. One and two and three. And let's do one, two, three, four for that. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. I just let out a big burp. Something came out of me. <laughs> My whole body's shaking. <laughs> wow. One, two, Three and four. Wow. So it's actually joy what's required to change the world. And can yes. joy and can joy and judgment coexist? No. Right? It can't coexist. Not true joy. Because I think that there's a really I think that people, like, I remember sometimes when I was younger, I would see people who were joyful, but they weren't really joyful. Like, they were doing joyful. Like, it was like this fake veneer. You know, like when people get Botox and they can't let their their yes. cheeks down? <laughs> yes. It was like that. And I would just, like, look at people. And I I kind of thought to myself sometimes, like, do I really want to be joyful if that's what it is? Like, it's freaky. 
Um, and I think I was a different kind of joyful, but I think that there's like this other type, like people don't really know how to be joyful. And, and so, um, we've like invented this like veneer or this facade of what, like the beingness of joyful rather than just being joyful. It's like, yeah. Yeah, I remember when I noticed for the first time, I was probably very young, when people were smiling but their eyes were kind of dead, there was nothing yes. but joy in the eyes, and I was like, oh my God, that's, they're just smiling, that's fake. And it was such a big hammer for me, because I know when I smile, when I laugh, I laugh, like my whole face just lights up, and I could not have like, you know, dead eyes and a smile on my, on my mouth. It, it just doesn't work. But so yeah. many people are doing it when you watch TV as well. <laughs> it's so fake and just bad energy. It's so creepy for me when people do that. Yeah, <laughs> like a joke, it is like a jo- Joker energy. <laughs> yes. It's really wow. freaky. And, and, um, but it's like, it's like what people think they have to do. Like, because it, it's like this, it's almost like if like when I when I tap into the universe of somebody who's like that, it's almost like this polarity of like, I have to be joyful to prove that I've made it. Um, mm-hmm. Because if I'm not, then I like, it's like, it's like, if, you, if you're not joyful, you've failed. But if you are joyful, you're annoying. Like, it's, wow, I can't believe how much polarity and po- like positive and negative there is around the concept of joy. Yeah, there's so much judgment behind it. Um, totally. Wow, 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 wow. There's also something like when you, you, have, you, you have to fake it. Like if you cannot smile, then it means, yeah, you failed. But if you're a successful person, if you uh, achieved something in life, you are supposed mm-hmm. to show that. But it's, there's something weird about it. What is it? What am I what am I perceiving that I cannot put into words? Yeah. Well, For me, it's like some sort of creepy energy. Wow. Yes. <laughs> it's like, oh, let's talk about the joy of living, Gosha. We're two happy girls. <laughs> it's like we're getting into like the creepiest stuff. It's so funny. It's so funny. What's underneath some of this stuff. It's just fascinating. So have you noticed that for some people when you just so happy, like they get suspicious? They get like, yes. what, 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 are you, what, what does she want from me? I remember, you know, I, I, you mentioned that I lived in many countries. And I lived in Thailand for a year and a half. And this is, you know, that it's called the land of smiles and land of happy people. And I was still, I was still very Polish at the time, which means <laughs> kind of, uh, yeah, on the, not, so much on the happy side like like right. now I was, I, was, I was still suppressing and faking it yeah and I remember living there for the first two months I was annoyed with that smile because I thought like I was brought up to think when somebody was smiling like this they want something from me and they're they're being fake and I remember like what do they want from me what they just want my money I think they just want to like like something out of me because I'm I'm a foreigner I'm white so they, they and I could not until somebody told me no they, they just like this they're living from the heart they, they, they they're genuine they this is how they function. And, and it took me two months to really like digest it and, and get over it. And of course, now it's my favorite country in the world. And the smiling people like always make me smile and, and, and even more happy. But this was my first reaction. Like, wh- what's up with them? Like, why do they smile at me? Why, why are they so happy? What do they want? And it was like, I was suspicious of them. So right. everywhere we've been suspicious of someone's intentions when they're genuinely happy and smiling and and warm and inviting and beautiful. Yeah. Let's destroy and create that. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Right. Wrong with that. Nations, boys and beyonds. Okay. So now I know what it is. This is what people probably get when we are so happy. That energy. This is the energy that I could name. Um, that it's creepy for them when we are happy. Because it's just such a weird thing to be happy and joyful. Ugh. Everything that yep. is, let's try and create. Right, wrong with that. Yep. All nice shots, boys and beyonds. So what else could we change to create a different reality where nobody mm-hmm. cares what anybody thinks and for everyone to choose 
joy and happiness regardless of anything else. Yeah. And I think that the, 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 that's cool. That's a really good question, actually. I feel like that deserves a minute of ponderance. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, for me, like, the, the greatest gift of being able, because, like, Dane and Gary have done a class called Happiness is Just a Choice. Mm-hmm. And, and when I first heard the title of that class years ago, I thought, happiness is not a choice. Like, I feel miserable most of the time, and it's really not a choice. And, and Gary says, like, people don't know that happiness is a choice. But if you're, if you're willing to, if you're willing to be that, that difference, and you're willing to be that vulnerable, you know, and like, there, when you're willing to have this sense of childlike wonder and curiosity, and, and to look at the world from possibilities rather than what's wrong. Like, I was reading today, um, have you read Salon de Femme? Or, well, I, I, I'm starting Salon de Femme. I haven't read all of it. It's a big book. But have you, are you familiar with it? Have you read it, Gosha? Yeah, I got it. And I, like, it's on my nightstand. And I yeah. started reading it, too. I just got it. It's so good. And um, what's the, let me just see if I can find the, the part. Okay, this is, this, is, this is to me a lot of what happiness is here, what he's talking about. So, so he writes, every choice that you make will open the doors to possibility. Every choice creates multiple possibilities. Every possibility and choice creates another set of possibilities. So, and then every time you choose, you create a set of possibilities. So it's choice creates possibility. Just by imagining the idea, you create choice and 10 possibilities open up. Then you choose again and another 10 possibilities open up. In the first one, one choice creates a set of possibilities. And in the second one, another set of possibilities tie together two of the choices you created as possibilities. That's how you start creating the cobwebs of the future to actualize, to come into re- reality the existence of a different possibility. So it sounds kind of confusing. It sounds like this big web, but, but basically what he's saying is every choice that you make will create a whole, and he says 10 possibilities, but really it's an infinite amount of new possibilities. And I think that the difference between somebody who has the joy of living and somebody who doesn't have the joy of living is whether they look at a choice and see it as I made this choice. Now this has eliminated all of my other choices because I made this choice and I have to stick to it and I have to live with it. That's somebody who's probably not willing to function from the joy of living, but somebody who is willing to function from the joy of living says, wow, I made this choice. And now because I made this choice, I have a thousand other possibilities. I have so much more choice um, rather than, than the opposite, than seeing it a choice as a stop, as a completion, as an end. To me, I think that that basic functional reality kind of differentiates whether you have the, in, in one way. Sometimes people just emanate joy, but I think that that's a very important component as to, the way that, that people view the world and whether they're willing to have joy. Because like I said before, what, um, happiness um, is proportionate to your awareness of possibilities. So, yeah, 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 and I, I really like that. I really liked it. And what if we like didn't make any of the choices wrong and didn't go for trying to make the right cho- choice or avoid making a wrong choice, which is that, how most people function in this reality. Yeah. They just still stay in that they, they do choices, but it's more like energy of a decision and they still stay in the polarity. They still stay in this contextual reality. So what if we just kept choosing 
and, and, and choosing the joy, choosing the happiness, and it would open up different possibilities. And regardless of what we choose from these possibilities, we can keep asking questions and more possibilities will show up and more choices will show up. And, and it's like this never-ending uh, source of creation. Plus, once you start choosing and asking questions and all these possibilities start opening up, the whole universe starts contributing to you. So this is another, like, this huge element of that like if you choose joy like if I really like choose joy in when I wake up maybe not in the best of moods I don't know I open Facebook and there's like super funny cartoon and I have to laugh or somebody <laughs> just makes me laugh it's like it really like there is there is I, I can't stay miserable for like longer than a few minutes actually <laughs> if I choose yeah. joy because like the whole universe will contribute to me and, and like there will be this whole set of, of, of circumstances and things following following me and falling in my lap where I just I, I even can't stay unhappy. It's just impossible to stay unhappy even <laughs> if I really wanted to. So <laughs> but I like what you said about, you know, you you, you getting like in a super dramatic mode when you choose unhappiness. And this is <laughs> like this is so funny. This is so funny because I don't think you really take it seriously when you do that. And uh-uh. <laughs> so you're choosing that without the wrongness of it. You choose being like ah, drama queen without the wrongness of it. And then you're over, right? You just like get over it really fast. Yeah, exactly. So what if we chose, we, no matter what we would choose, we would never judge ourselves. So like what, would like the judgment is so 80s and 90s. It's really time to get out of the judgment. <laughs> <laughs> That needs to be a quote. Judgment is so 80s. We are so over that. Yeah, like, how, how would it be? We, like, laughed at ourselves. I, You know what was, like, the greatest breakthrough for me? That I started laughing when I was, like, make what normally I would judge as a mistake. And and this was huge for me because I was like happy, happy, happy. But then if I did something what I judge as a mistake or or did something wrong, I would be really harsh with myself. Like I was my my worst judge and worst, like you know, the, in court. What do you call that? Like the sentence I would give myself a sentence. You know, for ah, you're so terrible. Yeah. And how could you do? How could you be so stupid? I was like really mean to myself when I did yeah. something that I chose. I, I decided it was stupid or or like not the smartest choice. So now I laugh at it and, and I started using I'm just blonde and polished and I don't know what I'm doing. Forget about it. Don't take me seriously. And I, I started laughing at myself and I have no problem when people laugh at me because I turn myself like into like you can't laugh at me. It's okay. Before I would get so upset when somebody would laugh at me. But like not in a mean way, but like laugh at you know my silliness or, or even you know a blunt moment. So that's like what if we like could laugh at ourselves and always found something something amusing in our choices that we normally would judge as wrong or bad or stupid. So like anything doesn't allow for you to be like amused with yourself <laughs> and happy, <laughs> happy for no reason. Like just like a you know. You know, village idiot just like sits there and drools and is happy no matter what. <laughs> what if we were more like this village idiot, just happy, you know, <laughs> no matter what? Like, this it's so I true. Create, right? Just trying to create that, right? From the best book show, all my short boys and beyond. When I started being that, it's like, I just laugh when I see somebody like looking at me seriously or like what's wrong with her or she's like what's up with this person. I just laugh hysterically. <laughs> I can't be serious when somebody <laughs> judges me now. <laughs> Before I would be upset when somebody was judging me and now I just laugh. And I want to yeah. like crank it up. I want to be even happier. I just want to face. That's so funny. And, and, and that's so it. Like, um, the less seriously you take yourself, the, the less significant you make things, the more you can laugh at yourself, the better life gets. I don't understand why we all take ourselves so seriously. It's not relevant. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Who wow. cares? Oh, so anything doesn't allow for us to be out of control, out of form, structure, significance, 
linearities, concentricities with total ease for all eternity. Let's destroy and create that, right? Wrong, yeah. good, bad, pot, pot, all night, should poison beyond. Yeah, because this is all the stuff that makes us choose to be serious in a moment and not laugh at ourselves and not at our laugh at our quote-unquote mistakes. Uh, you know, the, the significances and, and linearities, concentricities and form and structure and, and the control because, you know, what, what would happen if we were like totally out of control? <laughs> I wonder what that happy would be. Happy like. and joyful, out of control, <laughs> happy and joyful. How about that? <laughs> I I'm I'm in. I am totally in. <laughs> and right. and you know what's coming up in my mind is is you know all of the places and spaces where you know people have made themselves like self-monitoring that you like keep perpetuating the abuse or the unkindness that they grew up with that like this just is like it's not an option because you have to monitor yourself or else something bad is going to happen um let's destroy and uncreate all of that times a godzillion thank you right and wrong good and bad part and popcorn my shirts boys and beyonds wow thank you julia so what is Choosing unhappiness and lack of joy was the greatest unkindness and abuse we could perpetrate ourselves. Wow. Wow. So everything that is, let's just try and create times a gazillion, please. Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pock, pod, shorts, boys, and beyond. Wow. I never looked at that this way. Thank you. Thank you. And, And how, yeah. I just wanted to. I wanted to ask you a question. You say what you were going to say first, because I'm going off on a different tangent. I wanted your opinion on something. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, what were you going to say before? Well, I was. I. You know what popped up? Uh, joy and money. That joy follows money. Right. So we could talk about that, but uh, you know, either way, uh, tell me what where you were going. Um. Well, I was just going to ask, like, <clears throat> for me. Um, within my just just becoming more and more and more aware, um, some things get so much easier and some things get so much more difficult because um, you start internalizing um, the sadness that you become aware of around you. And, um, you know, who does this belong to? Asking the question, is this really mine or is this somebody else's? That's an awesome tool to, to kind of, take it take it out of a feeling in your body and and realize that it's just you being aware but for you Gosha, what do you do not to internalize the the sadness of of the other people around you i thank you you know i really started being aware of of like my my even dialogue internal dialogue or how i talk like there's a huge difference, energetic difference between uh, I feel sad and I perceive sadness. Because now it's almost like this this cloud coming up at me, like onto me that 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 has the vibration of sadness. Before I'd be just sad and depressed and cry for days and would not get up of bed, like you know, teenager years and so on. Uh, when you like so aware and you have no freaking clue why you're so sad and depressed. And I wish I had this tool. Who does this belong to? Twenty years ago, thirty years ago, when I was growing up in the saddest country ever. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I, really. I had like bounce of, of of depression for a very long time, and I would cry and everything. So now I really learn to distinguish between you know this this energy of sadness or misery or unhappiness that it's something outside of me. And the moment I I say you know I'm sad and I don't know what it is, I really already solidified it and bought it as mine. So right. like, it almost became automatic pilot, and it took me a while, you know, a few years in access to. To, to get to this point where I know it's not mine. No matter what, I know it does not belong to me. Even if it feels so real and it's just so just penetrating my whole body, I know it's not mine. So it takes, you know, seconds or minutes to, to clear it, to return it to sender or just dissipate it from the body. So like you guys, if you haven't tried this uh, this tool, who does this belong to for every thought, feeling, emotion, and also sensation in your body, like pain that we I rather call intensity, like 
the moment it starts showing up in your body, anything that is like, who does this belong to? Is this even mine? Because this energy feels so real and so strong. And, and of course, it's mine if it's my, my head, right? But it's not. So what if it wasn't yours? Even if it was in your body, in your head, and it was like totally intense, and play with it. Who does this belong to? And return it to sender with consciousness attached. And I guarantee you something will change. Something will shift. And when it's not moving as dynamic as you would like for it to, to move, ask what made me buy into this. Because the moment you like buy it, which, you know, when you say, I, I am sad or I'm depressed, you, you bought it already as yours. You solidified it. So like, like okay, anything that made me buy into this and, and, and solidify it in my body, I destroy and create. Because sometimes it's like, almost too late to return it to center because it's already yours. It's like, it's like I, co- I always say, like, do you go on the street and pick up trash and put it on the, in your pocket? You know, no, nobody does it. You might maybe pick it up and put it in a trash can if somebody, you know, is littering around you. But nobody would just, like, pick up trash and put it in the pocket. But this is what we're all doing. Like, we pick up trash, and it's like sometimes the trash is really nasty and smelly, but we take it on and put it in our pockets and purses and backpacks and carry it along happily, pretending that everything is okay. Like, how insane is that, right? <laughs> hey, that's the best description I've ever heard. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm always going to think of it that way. Because sometimes I'll be like, oh, well, if they're sad, I'll just take it. That's fine. But that's yeah. not fine. That's their garbage. Yeah. <laughs> you just take this rotten apple core in your pocket and see how it like smears you all over. <laughs> Smell it. Maybe take a little bite and chew. Oh, yeah. it's rancid. Oh, it's so rancid. Oh, I'll just keep eating it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Go to that funny. Oh, warm. Exactly. <laughs> Oh my gosh, yeah, why would we do that? But it's like we've been conditioned to function like this and and we have like techniques and, you know, programs and and it's like livelihood of all the psychologists and all the people with like therapy to yeah. to like dig out the trash and analyze the trash and talk about the trash rather than like <coughs> trash, dump it, hello. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's so funny. I was I was thinking about doing my master's in psychology and so I asked Susanna Mittermeier about it because she's a, a licensed psychologist yeah. um, and an access consciousness facilitator. And <laughs> I was like, Susanna, I was thinking about becoming a psychologist. She just looks at me with a straight face like, are you sure that's what you want to do? <laughs> wow. And then, and then I'm like, she's like, but she was really nice about it. She's like, oh, okay, well, let's talk about it later. And then like <laughs> five days later, I come to her, I'm like, Susanna, I don't want to be a psychologist, do I? She's like, oh, I'm so happy you came to that realization on your own. (laughs) Wow. How brilliant of her, like giving you the choice and and space to choose for you. And not, you know, putting her point of view on it, uh, on on you. This is, this is wonderful. So, so this is like true facilitation for me. Um, Yes. Just asking a question and, and being in total like space of no judgment and whatever you choose, it's okay. It's like I have no point of view about it. Love it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was so. really cool. I was really grateful. I was very felt really empowered. It's really important to let people come to their awareness on their own. Yeah. Awesome. So how so what what showed up now? Like how our lives would be if we really choose joy no matter what, and like what it create in in um, in our lives. So everybody who's listening, do you want to do a little exercise, a little play? Julia, yeah, you want to do that? Like, let's see. Like, if I choose joy and be joyful and happy and happy and choose happiness right now, how will my life be like five years from now? Oh wow! 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 Okay, and if I choose to be unhappy and miserable and at the effect of other people around me that want to stop my joy and happiness because uh, it's just too much for them and too annoying for them, how will my life be like five years from now? Ah! Ah! It hurts, right? And it hurts. Just know, right. Okay, so let's look at the joyful life, choosing joy and choosing happiness and what it will create for the planet 500 years from now. Let's just go far. 
Wow. Okay. And let's just look at the planet 500 years from now if we choose unhappiness and misery and be affected by other, other people. Like, oh my God, will the planet even be around <laughs> if we choose that no. in 500 years? Like, I don't know if everybody could perceive the difference, but it was very, very profound. Huge difference Completely between choosing jobs. So, so like, if you even like, oh yeah, I might as well just be unhappy right now. It's okay, but like, maybe in one minute or two, you might wanna <laughs> choose yeah. something else. Or you can you can put on a big gown and you can run around the house weeping <laughs> with your hand on your forehead, going, oh, I can't deal with this. And look at yourself in the mirror when you cry and see how your tears roll down your face and scrunch your face and make a funny face and then run across the room again and fall onto the bed. I highly recommend it. I I don't think I can be, like, unhappy ever again now, Julia, after this picture. (laughs) Even if I choose a big drama, I will just, like, laugh my ass off. That's so funny. (laughs) So funny. (laughs) Wow. Well, this is amazing. I never asked that question, what joy is actually creating in the world and happiness. That is really amazing, Gosha. Wow. I wow. really like that. So what would it take? Thank you. What would it take for us to choose it? No matter what. Like, let the grumpy people be grumpy. And Let the grumpy yeah. people be grumpy. That's cool. And, you know, before I used to, like what you said, like it was my job and it was like wrong because people could not be happy. I really like to like intensify it now and crank it up. And I do it with a lot of things. Like just when I'm being and I'm being fully present and aggressively present and normally I would like kind of go into the shadows and, and contract and, and, and make myself small when it was intimidating to others. And I yeah. now I just crank it up. I like really hide. <coughs> so like, you know, if you can't take it, oh well, I'm going to be who I'm choosing to be right now. So what if we're like bold enough and and brave enough to withstand the judgment all around us and know that every judgment that we receive without any resistance or action will make us more more money. So this ties us to like joy and money. Like anything doesn't allow for us to choose whatever we're choosing without diminishing us and making ourselves smaller because of other people's judgments and points of view. So let's just try and create that, please. Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, all nine talk and pod, shorts, boys, and beyond. Wow. And all the alphabet soup and apple pie soup, which is like a whole bunch of stuff that we're doing to, to like make ourselves small and crazy, uh, connected to not choosing happiness and joy. And everywhere we are being the effect of others, let's just try and create that. Yay. Thank you. Yes. Right, wrong, wow. good, bad, all nine, talk, pod, shorts, boys, and beyond. Whoosh. I'm having That's a bars it. trade in, in two hours. It's going to be definitely needed after this call. <laughs> <laughs> Run joy and sadness for an hour. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you might want to have your bars run. And have you noticed that you like happier after the bars as well? Oh, so happy. Right? Happier and more joyful. Yeah. And tap, you know, I was looking yesterday at the energies, the different energies, like different energy, what it is in my body, where it is in my body, like the, the, the energy of gratitude, the energy of joy, the energy of happiness. I was comparing it to other like energies and, and vibrations. And it was in different parts of my body. So maybe we can look like where, um, like where, is your joy in your body like where do you do you contain it maybe maybe you like limit it to just one part of the body or is it like everywhere and it's it's just in every cell and every molecule and every like organ and endocrine and system of the body so so let's tap into it so where does joy live in your body where do you have joy in your body and this is like a question to everyone who will ever listen to this Hmm. So where is joy in your body? Like I'm having trouble finding it. Um, for me, it's definitely in my smile. 
Yeah. For me, actually, my body like lit up, but it was uh, also very like turn on energy, like orgasmic, yeah. sexualness, turn on energy, and my like my whole body lit up. So everywhere we've been cutting, like all the bits and pieces on our bodies where we did not receive joy and we're not being joy and we exclude joy, let's destroy and uncreate that. Wow. Yeah. Right on the beautiful focal lines, boys and neons, and let tap into the energy of joy, vibrations of joy, frequencies of joy, wherever it is in the world outside of you, if it is outside of you, or the little place inside of you, and let's just spread it, infuse all of the cells, all of the molecules, all parts of your body, including like your toes and your fingers and your hair, and like everywhere, and all the cells and shift the vibration of the self to the vibration of joy and happiness. Yep. And if it's anywhere outside of your body, just pull it into your body because there's some people that um, the joy is kind of outside of their body. So just pull it into your body, however you want to do it, and infuse your body with the energy, vibration, and frequency of joy. So does your body feel more... Wow, isn't it so yummy? Like my whole legs started tingling. I don't think I had much joy in my legs. <laughs> oh, it's just so calming for me. I just feel so calm. Calm and yummy, but like yummy and relaxing and just nurturing. It yeah. is, wow, this is actually a very similar energy to sexualness for me. For me it is too, actually, yeah. It's funny wow. how all those things come together. <laughs> right? Wow, so what have we misidentified and misapplied as as what? As joy that it wasn't? Yeah, it's like like everywhere we've made malevolence and anger more real and relevant than joy. Wow. Create all that. Thank you. Wow, right and wrong. Then that's what I'm talking about. Nice with poison beyond. Wow, that's nasty. Oh my goodness. It is. Let's do it again. So yes, everywhere, please. everywhere you've made malevolence and anger more valuable, real, and relevant than joy. Will you destroy and uncreate all that times a godzillion? Thank you. Wow. Wow, right and wrong. Then that's what I'm talking about. Nice with poison beyond. That's huge. Yeah. Can I do it once more? I'm going to do it once more. (laughs) Yes, please do. So everywhere um, we've made malevolence and anger more real, relevant, and valuable than joy. Can we destroy and uncreate it all times a godzillion? Yes, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, all nine, pock and pod, shorts, boys, and beyond. And what infinite energy, space, and consciousness can our bodies and us be to be the joy and happiness we truly be for all eternity? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so yummy. Mm-hmm. Anything that doesn't allow that, let's just try and create that all, please. Yeah. Right and wrong, good and bad. Oh, wait. Talk online, shut the voice and beyond. <laughs> That's okay. I like you fried me, baby. <laughs> But joy in the body. <laughs> wow, how much time do we have? It's uh, one hour. Is it one hour? Yeah, we, we just have two minutes left. Okay. Awesome. So, oh, actually, Gosha, um, yes. do you have any classes or things coming up on the horizon that you'd like to let people know about? Oh, thank you so much. Yes, I'm doing energetic facelift on the 22nd, global bars on the 25th, uh, foundation level one at the very end of the month, at the beginning of December. And uh, I'm in Southern California in Orange County, by the way, so I'm not uh, anywhere near the cold weather (laughs) that you are in. So please come high and visit. Please, please, please visit in the winter. uh, If I wasn't teaching foundation level on the same weekend, I'd come down to yours. 
Awesome, awesome. We can tune in. And yeah. in, ja- in January, Gary Douglas will be coming to San Diego to facilitate level two and three, which is so amazing because he's never been to San Diego. So like all oh, Sunday, California and beyond is really excited about it. So uh, you can find me on goshalorenz.com, which is G-O-S-I-A. Uh, com, and you can find me on Facebook and um, everywhere else. So uh, if you have any questions, uh, yes, uh, contact Julia or me and we'll be more than happy to contribute to you and to you know answer any questions or ask you more questions for any questions you ask us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today, Gosha. Oh my goodness, thank you so much for having me. This was amazing. My whole body is just tingling and so happy. And <laughs> I'm like, oh, I want to just jump and dance, I think. Maybe, I, yeah, I just jump and dance. Yes, that's what I want to do. <laughs> now, everyone, it's jump and dance time. <laughs> yes! <laughs> oh, we should have a happy song playing now. Dang. <laughs> oh, we need, I need, I need, I need like music going out. Oh man, do I have yeah. anything? <laughs> Dang it, I don't have any music on my computer because it's all full of access consciousness stuff. <laughs> yeah, same here. I don't have any songs. So I have only classes. <laughs> yeah, you know, how do you know you're an access person when you have no story? You have the 64 gig iPhone, the 64 gig computer, the 150 gig desktop, and you have no memory. <laughs> yes, and no music, just classes. And yeah, no that's... music. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, thank you so awesome. much. And um, to all of those of you listening, um, next week on the show uh, will be Malicha Yelenik. And uh, she is a very cool small town Ontario girl. And uh, she has her own radio show called The Pleasure Zone. So her and I are going to be doing some sort of combination of the two shows next week here on a totally different reality. Um, and I am going to be... Um, settling the show down to the same time uh, every week now because I've been at different times every Wednesday because I've been all (laughs) over the map, all over the world. Um, But the show is going to be at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central Time uh, every Wednesday. So um, thank you so much, Gosha, and we will talk to you all next week. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Julia. Bye, everyone. (laughs) Thanks.